So let's talk about why people wanted this unholy alliance between the two of us. Let's talk about that professional intro. You got all this music going, you got all these clips. We're like, yeah, let's get into it. And then you're like, all right, let's talk so, about why we're having a conversation today. So how do you feel about let's the change gears. of Czechoslovakia we were getting, and how they... We were getting a little bit too excited there for a second. <laughs> let's bring the fun level way yeah, down. Yeah, let me take it down a little bit. Let me start again. Okay, greetings, everyone. a very serious conversation. Serious. Welcome to a one-on-one. -on -one. Today is Friday, June 10th, and with me today is Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? Which That's I'm... right. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Moni. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the show. Can you tell me what uh, what uh, what prompted you to reach out to me? I'm kind of curious. Well, I actually reached out to you a couple of years ago yes, to come I on one of these podcasts. After you yeah. wrote me a new I don't asshole. Remember... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny. I went back and I listened to our episode on Radio Gunk mm -hmm. today to prepare for this mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. I thought we were actually pretty fair. I think you were pretty fair. I didn't know fair. your name. So I called you dummy. You called me so dummy. I didn't know what your name was. But other than that, Today I thought we had some pretty good podcast critiques. called Radio Gunk. This podcast was five hours long. Oh, my God. They play clips of Howard Stern and then these three hosts. I didn't catch their names. I'm going to call the woman dummy. There's so much shit wrong with this show. They hate Howard. Do they hate him, though? Well, they're obsessed with him. Yeah. Which I mean... is weird. Why are we talking about this? Howard's first wife? What... What year they started dating in college? You get, this is how deep these guys get. Oh. They're super obsessed with the show. They play <laughs> clips of Howard Stern and talk about them. First the of all, we're cut. hearing them figure this all out in real time. Like, can together. you go back and edit this shit out where they're going, wait, so what? which file is it? Do I download the one that's dot .wave? Yeah. Or dot, like, what, what are we talking about? Or maybe your fucking podcast wouldn't need to be over two hours. It's over two fucking hours. What we do on WATP, we do a service to the people. Yeah, we take damn it, clips of shows service. and just play a clip. These assholes play the entire fucking show. Yeah. This podcast is two hours and 17 minutes long. If Howard Stern sucks so bad, why are we putting out two hour long podcasts about this fucking guy? I didn't understand it. I'm not understanding what the point is. In the beginning, the first half See, hour this is of the even show, too long. I was like, I don't, it's a minute. I have to, like, I have to complain like again. Yeah. He dragged it on like a dog with no legs. It was a dummy. So, <laughs> so I'm going to tell you that I did listen to it for the first time. Uh, oh. Just just a little bit ago and cool. um wanted to prep some clips on it but then i was like yeah fuck it he called me dummy he, he thought we yeah. were shit and that's okay i'm I, I can own that i gave you some compliments too I, I think that's the one thing about who are these podcasts is that though we treat it like a roast and it's a roast style show and that's what your show is too and i appreciate that and that's one of the things i said so i really appreciate the format is we do try to give tips i've had dozens of people tell me that i've helped them improve their podcast <laughs> with my critiques of their shows <laughs> And I, when I was listening about this, I'm like, you know, Monique probably should maybe take a note or two. We actually had a couple of good ideas for around here. Kind of. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. It's yeah. um, it's that we've been doing this show since podcasting is a thing, right? So we we started the show where everybody, I would say, I'm doing a podcast, too, would say, fuck, is a podcast. You know, I had no idea what it was. You know, we've been doing it for like six years now. I I have gone through, I can't tell you how much equipment. I have gone through so much shit. And you know we laugh at ourselves we are in on the joke we get we get you know how our show is we get it and yeah. it's just come to a point where the show is like just a bunch of people hanging out in the living room you know just it's yeah. it's my puerto rican italian family sitting around at thanksgiving and just bullshitting with each other and and yeah i hate the fucking talking over each other more than life itself but i'm at that point where i just you know what it's like fuck it 
it's 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 a thing we do as a labor of love at this point and uh and that's well, it you, that's how we roll. you had stuttering john on the show recently and john just recently blocked you and that's kind of why i wanted to come out and talk to you a little bit yeah we want to talk about that too well, i one um, of the things that he said to you was um oh shit now i lost my train of thought go ahead see, you, you go see you what go. happens see what happens well, I'm going to tell you what happens. Um, so when people found out that you were coming on my show, this whole love-hate thing started going on, too. It's yeah. kind of weird. And the trolls started coming out of their little fucking hidey holes to start, I don't know, threatening me, you know. What? Oh, my God, yes. People were threatening and you. Like what? I, just just to come after me. And you know what? I've been down the, thrall, the troll pipe hole several times, so I don't really yeah. take it. Um, That's what I was going to say, seriously? by the way, is you, you told John that once you stop caring, you have power over yes. the trolls. And I wanted to ask you if you really feel that way. Yes. Like, good. I'm glad yes. to hear that. You have to. You have, you have to, to feel that way. You can't, exactly. you can't care about what, what people say about you. And yeah. the one person who told me this was Grillo. He's like, Mo, seriously, you know, they're coming after you hard. You just need to, you can't have thick skin. You have to have dragon skin. You have yeah. to have, like, impenetrable, not-give-a-shit skin. I mean, I had people, you know, would call my mother, let her know that I died. I had people who would take pictures outside of my office and say, this well, is who I, you are, I had right? uh, tons of thousands of people try to get me fired from my job. So I'm, yeah, so I'm what do you, you do about that? Like, what, 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 do, what, what do you do about that? It no, sucks. what do you do about that? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. at what, what point, like, when you started your show, um, when did the hate start coming? <laughs> Like, well, the hate really started coming. We did this show called The Vanished. The okay. host of the show was not happy with us. And so she was. She has enough people on Twitter and Facebook that she was able to mobilize, like I said, tens of thousands of people to start contacting my company and my business partners and try to get me fired. And what I did was I pulled the episode down because I'm like, well, this isn't worth it. And yeah. I put out a whole episode admitting defeat. I'm like, you guys beat me, all right? And the Did episode's you down. Really? Yeah, it's like, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't take on 20,000 people. You win. All right, you got yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> Good job. I give up. I mean, I, yeah. and I have to tell you, you know, he, um, you know, John, John is one of those friends where, you know, to call him a friend is to say, okay, you know, wishes me a Merry Christmas. I say same to you. Always wants me to come on his show. I yeah. I rarely ask him to come on my show because you know I know that I know that it's going to be kind of one sided. I know that you know he's going to kind of repeat a lot of things that he's said in the past. It's going to be one of those kind of shows. It's a lot of work I, for you. It's it's always a lot of work, and yeah. I feel like um, I, I feel like I just humor it because it's really good for business. I mean, people yeah. love it, and people love, and I get why you do what you do. I fucking get it i i mean yeah. the episode with him going to dc quite possibly <laughs> one of the funniest things i've seen and but you had a great yeah. group of people who we could did. rip him a new asshole and it was it was it was deserved and so i get that um you know what i what i i feel for him because i just think it's kind of sad honestly i i feel for the fact that he doesn't embrace the hate and you know go the star wars way and just say you know Embrace the hate. <laughs> well, well, dummy. I'm sorry. I forgot your name. I'm just looking at your name tag there. So the reason why we've even started making fun of John regularly is because he didn't embrace the hate well the first time. We just did one episode on Centering John years ago. And what we do, like we did with Radio Gunk, we do one episode and we move on. There's been a couple guys who have stuck around, like Opie, and you know a few people that we've talked about from time to time. But John's reaction to our review was so over the top that I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy doesn't get it at all. And so we just started leaning into that. 
And he John to. doesn't realize that he's creating all of these problems that he has for himself. He and he does to. not have a good sense of humor. Well, he he like, takes himself way too seriously. It's like when, you know, when there's a child and I, you know, I am diametrically opposed to children. I can't stand them, but they fucking love me, you know, because I hate them so much. And so, you know, sometimes you just kind of lean into it and say, okay, you love me because you, because I hate you. And and that's what the dabblers kind of are, you know, and they're, they're a curious crew as well. You know, a lot of them stem from my forum and a lot yeah. of them are, are people that we've had around for forever. And, you know, I, adore them and then he hates that i adore them like he hates that right. i like them yeah you're either with me or you're against me it's and kind I of can't, his you know and i can't imagine things. that right. there's there's not yeah. another single person i have ever had on the show ever 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 who has said you know if you have this person on them we can't be friends and it's like why is this all of a sudden about you like why right. is this my... for, for example and not to bring him up yeah, early no. on in the show but like i'm friends with Shuli. And obviously you and Shuli have your thing. And I didn't like ask his permission to come out and talk to you. I know that we'll still be friends after this. You know what okay, I mean? It's, yeah. it's not I mean, like it's going to be like, you're talking to Monique. Oh, okay. Well, then we're not blocked. You know, totally but that's how John fine. goes about his whole life. Totally fine with you having that <laughs> fucking hack on your show on a constant basis. Who's basically yeah. now going to rip you off behind a paywall. But okay, yeah. I digress. You know, he hates Can I ask me? you a question before yeah, we go. get into this go. any further? Go. One of my favorite things that ever happened on John's show. You came on as a guest. Yeah. And he asked you on the show to be his co-host. Because I think like Royce or someone had just left. Or maybe it was yes. Noel Kassler. Yeah. He's had a lot of co-hosts leave him. Yes. Noel Kassler had just left. And then you were on and he goes, do you want to be my co-host? And your reaction was like, oh, John, uh, I'm doing my own thing here. I, you know? <laughs> and I just, I thought it was so funny because why wouldn't he like bring that up off air? Why did he set himself up for failure like that? What's wrong it was with him? So, yeah, I don't even know that there was an ex expectation that I would say yes because I would never, I would never do that. You know, I love. He thought that his platform was so amazing. He's just like, get off that radio gunk nonsense and come on with me, the Stuttering John podcast. You're like, no, I would never do that. That's a waste of my time. You know what I find, and I have to tell you, and I am going to swing around just to Shuli for a moment, just for a moment, sure. because you know we've done a couple of I hate Shuli shows, and actually. Yes. Um, Shilly can be proud of himself and, and know that he is part of the reason that my amazingly successful first Radio Gunk uh, uh, website and YouTube thing were taken down because of all the things that we had that said, I hate, I hate, I hate, mm. I hate John Hines, Shuli, Gary, you know, and, and Shuli hated that. He's like, well, why would I come on your show and you guys hate me so much? And by the way, he has a sock puppet account too. He rips me a new asshole on a constant basis. I'm positive it's him on Dabblers. So, you know, they're um, all. I don't just, know if that's true. I, I mean, you say like that, this. you can say that all you want, I but like what evidence yes. do you have? What evidence like do you have yes. of that? I mean, well, you wouldn't know, and why would he tell you? You know, I just. No, feel but why like, do you know? What do you have evidence about? Uh, somebody told me. Okay. Um, do you see? Uh, you see how silly that sounds. You sound like Senator so, John. He's like, I got a private investigator who's looking at algorithms. I know who this person is. I know who yeah. they all are. It's like, can you give right. me a little credit for when he tried to bring up this whole thing with your wife? And it's just like, okay, you know what? We're not really fucking going there. This is not yeah. like what this show is about. And he, he was you. trying really hard to kind of get that. <laughs> I wish you would have leaned into that because that was funny. All of a sudden, John's like, you know, that Carl's wife is cheating on him. And I'm like, wait, where did this come from? What the fuck? <laughs> that was funny. No, Ryan, no, that can't be true. Are you kidding? Shuli is also no. muttering <laughs> That's Jay. What, that's what John said. John was convinced that muttering Jay was Shuli. It's not, it's not true. 
I, but but that's the thing, that, though. It's like people like, can make these accusations, and they're just like, oh, okay, sure, why not? Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I that. get anonymous emails all the time with shit like this. Yeah. The other part of it is, though, that, you know, the people that I am friendly with from the Stern Show will tell me shit constantly. And you know mm -hmm. what? I keep their confidences. I'm sure you do, yeah. too. You know, people tell you shit, and it's, of course, nothing that you're ever going to bring up on air. Yeah. And this is how you maintain friendships, is by keeping confidences. And so... John, at some point, was like, oh, why would you do this to me? And I said, like, John, if you don't trust me as a friend, then we can't be friends. Like, you, if you don't trust that I would hold your confidences, you know, whatever the case may be, then we can't be friends. That's it. I don't think John has real friends in the world, though. Because I'm not sure that he does. I mean, yeah, I you know what I mean? Because this is, this is what I've observed. And by the way, I want to point this out because John just did shows. I, I was peaked piecing through some of the stuff that I have to prepare for tomorrow's WATP. Yeah. And he's doing these shows where he's saying that I'm responsible for him losing gigs and it's fucking up his livelihood and he it's for his kids, his money and stuff like that. I have always said our motto is observe and report. I don't want anyone calling comedy clubs. I play in a band. I don't want people like trying to get my band shows canceled and shit. It's like that's get get it out of in real life stuff, guys. If you want to have you want to put a Photoshop on Reddit, well, I'll have a chuckle. Like that's awesome. I love that. Listen right. to podcasts, great. I've never once told anyone to mobilize against stuttering John Melendez or harm him in any single way. In fact, I've actually made him a lot of money because <laughs> a lot of the people who go on his show and super chat him are people who I can tell are trolling him just oh my based God, on their screen name Of alone. course they are. Yeah. And he, you know, the other show that you had done um, with, <laughs> with that fucking chunky guy who you then played his McDonald's. Um... <laughs> oh, Tony Michaels. Is that incredible? That guy's going hard in the paint on me about my band. And I'm like, dude, you're doing a vlog about drive throughs What are you doing? <laughs> Fucking glass thing. house, motherfucker. The funniest thing is when he turns to the camera like he's breaking the fourth wall or something with his fucking um, I, I, iPad or whatever the hell he's using. But he doesn't even show himself eating. He just shows how right. excited he is to Which eat. Which is actually a good thing. But it's so funny because <laughs> he'll do he'll go like this. He'll get up to the drive through window and they'll be like, are you ready to order? And he'll go, yes, I am. And he'll turn to his camera and be like, hee hee hee. <laughs> Meat, you're ready to order. Who cares? Killed me. How excited are you about calories? Killed me. And so I appreciate what you guys do. I do. Yeah. I appreciate the um, uh, being, and, and I got to be honest with you, when you first ripped us, I, I didn't listen to it because I was like, oh, yeah. fuck that. You know, why would I listen to this? I know. I know that we suck. I know that our sound is horrible. I know that we do everything in real time, like while we're doing the show. You are completely more prepared than I will ever be in a show. But also, I don't do this for a living. Like, I don't do oh, this. Oh, I thought you did. No, I don't this do, isn't your main job. I don't. I don't. I am blessed with the fact that I don't have to work. So I, oh, okay. I just do this for fun. This is just gotcha. shits and giggles. I mean, and you know, to call it anything more than that would be a joke. So we're in on the fucking joke. We we right. get that it is what it is, and you know, we love to say that every show is our first. Every show is our fucking first. Well, uh, let me say this, Monique, yeah. because I think that after we put out our episode, I was actually surprised at your reaction. And I think you've you've changed, obviously. You've, you've, your whole demeanor's changed on this. So I, we're friends. But when I first put out that episode, you had like blocked me or something and sent me a note that said, well, it, it, enjoy the bump you're going to get of all of our fans listening to the show. But, 
you know, it was like this weird thing where I was like, I, we've already done Adam Carolla and Howard Stern and Alex Jones. It's like, I'm not, I wasn't do Radio Gunk for a bump. I just, a lot of people suggested that we review your show. And I was a little surprised by that reaction. I, thought, I was like, this is a woman who roasts people. I thought you'd be in on it and be like, hey, come roast me back. Because I've had people that I've made fun of who are now like regular co-hosts on our show. Who like were in on the joke and got it and were like, oh, that's awesome. You made fun of us. I want to come on and make fun of someone else. Totally. Like, right, and go. I get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. I, you know, it was, um, it was during a period where, I, you listen, I read all my YouTube views, you know, and, and the comments yeah. and everything. And it just, at that moment, it was like, oh, another motherfucker I have to deal with who's going to, sure. you know, give me shit about the show and, and how we do it. And I just wasn't, I just wasn't having it. I just, I, I just wasn't. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's shit happens. So uh, my question, though, with the chubby yeah. guy with the McDonald's is yeah. you invited him to come on his sh your show. Has he agreed to do that? And how do you feel most people who you've kind of bashed or given some shit to, um, you, you tend to become friends with them a little bit later on? Like, okay, so yeah. like us, let's say that, you know, we're going to be okay with each other and that's that. And I find you funny and, you know, silly and ridiculously amusing and, and I'm cool with that. So well, I'll answer the second question first. Yeah. I've literally treated everything in my life like it's a roast. Even yeah. when I when I've been playing music all my life, we've always made fun of the venue, the other bands that we're playing with, the crowd, ourselves. Like everything is a roast to me. I, th I think that's a fun style of humor. And so I've never been like one of the things that I, I want to point out, one of the things we talked about with you guys. And when I was listening back, I was getting a little bit weird about some of the things that we said about radio gugs. I'm like, oh, they're so obsessed with Howard Stern. I'm like, that's what people call me out about all the time. You're obsessed with Opie or something. Jeff. Of course. And th the thing that I try to keep it on is this surface level of I'm making fun of their show. I'm not making fun of their personal life, their family life, their kids. Their, you know, it's like I don't go that deep into anything. And I think that's yeah. part of the, the charm of, of all these podcasts and why we've had people like Doug from Who's Right and Dick Masterson from The Dick Show and all these guys, Kaya from the official podcast, all these guys who we made fun of come on and be part of the show and part of the roast. And like after a roast, everyone's still friends. Like that's kind of the point of it. Like I, I'll take shots. It's fine. And, and I, we'll, we'll I applaud that about you, that you don't take this shit too seriously. You can't. You can't or else you, you turn to the Suttery John. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> And, you know, he's um, he has texted me and and, you know, I just kind of found it weird that he blocked me because I started following that muttering John guy. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, you blocked me. He's like, well, you know, because I just didn't want to see what that muttering John guy was saying. So I, I blocked you because I didn't want to see, you know, your replies to him and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that makes no sense because there's somebody else on Twitter basically calling me the C word and fuck that bitch and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. you reply to him like, yeah, you know, I don't know why she do this. So you make no sense to me whatsoever. You're oh, you're very passive aggressive me, in your friendship. Let me read this to you because John was all upset that you were going to have me on his show. And he goes, I've never done anything bad to Monique. I've never said anything bad about her. Why she would do this to me. Yeah. Yeah. So someone posted a yeah, Twitter it. DM. I don't oh, even I have saw them this all. too. Yeah. From Ryan Sharman, who's been on my show, by the way, he used to be a mom. Go ahead, post it. John. Um, well, no, I'm just going to, I'll read it to you. Okay. Go ahead. Unless you have it to post, which is fine. But, um, he wrote, uh, <laughs> this is back on November 9th of 2019. Uh, I heard and I'm shocked. I've never said a bad word about her. I always did her show. It's sad. That was the most recent thing. And then this is the DM. He was writing to, to Ryan Sharman. Thanks, man. But Monique is a two-faced piece of shit. Ryan, do me a favor. Tweet a review of my show and tag Radio Gunk. Fuck that chick. He wrote, Monique blocked me. And he wrote back, 
She's a two-faced cunt. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Relax. That was at 11.30 a.m. too. It's not even like he's been drinking all day. Hopefully. So I got that. I got that from Ryan. <laughs> you see that. Yeah. And, uh, and John called me before we were doing the show, as a matter of fact. And oh, okay. I said, so I see that you've been calling me a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times, by the way. I just, didn't get to all the cuts of that. Just <laughs> threw it out there. Just because yeah. I just needed to get it out there. And yeah. he's like, what are you talking about? I would never do that. I'm like, John, I'm looking right at it. Like, I'm looking right at the actual text message. And you're calling me a cunt. Well, why would I do it? Why would I do that? To I'm like, John, I'm looking right at it. Like, what is wrong with you that you don't know that you did this to me? But you know what? I had already committed to doing the show with him. And I, I decided, you know, fuck it. I, wanted, I wanted to ask questions that everybody wanted to know about. And I wanted to see how he would respond to them. And you know what he did. And you know how he, he went about it. And you know, is, is deniability admission? I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. So by the way, again, I, I said it on my show, we did a review of your I show know. with John and I said, you did a fantastic job. You were very much a neutral party in it, asking the questions people sent into you. You weren't for or against centering John in any way. And I thought you did a great job. He obviously didn't answer some of the questions. Like, is he a substitute teacher? I think obviously that's true. There's photographic evidence of it. There's all these tweets out there. I mean, yeah. these aren't photoshopped. We know what's going on. And um, so I, I thought you did a great job. The thing that I was a little bit, I, I, I dragged on you a little bit near the end, was John started threatening me and you didn't follow up with any questions. So John goes, if I was that Carl guy, I know guys in New York who aren't happy with him. I'd oh, watch what I, I say. And I'm like, because I just left Whoa. that off. I just thought that that's was a, like, <clears throat> no, that's a weird threat, isn't it? Like that, that's not a roast style joke right there i know guys who aren't happy with him in new york which is where i live and it's like why wouldn't what? you be happy like what what is it to be unhappy with like what is it no, that that's the follow-up question like what do you mean by that what, what do you mean they're unhappy with well, you know like, what? i was i think i was so shocked by the i think i was so shocked by the um the bravado that that took to say yeah, that, that it is I was, shocking i, I, I wasn't even really sure what to say and I, you know i, I I wanted to get out of there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I understand. But that was to me because he's talking about me and, and threatening me. That was the most interesting part of the interview. And you're just like, okay, moving on. I'm like, no, ask him what he means by Who are these that? people? What are you talking yeah, about? What's going on here? You know what? Why would you, you know what? I, I kind of feel like, why would you want to double down on somebody's threat by giving them more um, Oh, I think you make him look foolish by going, what do you mean by that? To talk about it. You know, do, do you want him to name names? I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure how to have approached that um so getting into that whole thing can you tell us about the takedown story and what's going on with that whole thing like what what yeah. precipitated that and 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 what's happening with that now all right yeah thanks for asking so as you know we pull clips of john's show and some of the times we pull clips from beer on the balcony which is you know behind his paywall and so john has this weird idea and he, he talks to his attorney michael popak i don't know why Popak hasn't explained this to him. She had this weird idea that it was behind a paywall. We can't pull clips on it and make fun of it, even though that's definitely within fair use. Yeah. Very transformative content that we're creating. We, I don't play his entire show as he says that I do. We just pull clips and then and then we comment on it, just like you do with, with Howard Stern, obviously. Yeah, I is, keep everything down to like 30 seconds now because of yeah. I've gotten so many, you know, uh, copyright infringement things from him. But it's also oh from from who? From John? From Sirius. Oh, from Sirius. Interesting. No shit. Yeah. Okay. And I'm talking well, I want 20 to talk second to you. clips, but we'll come. We'll swing around to that. Yeah, I want to talk to you more about that because I'm planning on talking about Stern on my show tomorrow. So okay. I'm interested to hear what's going on. Okay. So 
so John, for some reason, thinks that we can't pull clips and goof on him if it's on Beer on the Balcony. So we put a DMCA strike on YouTube. And thankfully, YouTube was like, no, that's not what this is. And they just didn't do anything. Right. But they sent me the note, let me know that he did that. So then he went to Patreon and he subscribed for my Patreon, which I got 10 bucks out of him. So there's that. But he, uh, <laughs> he put in a DMCA strike against all the episodes that we did that were based on his audiobook and his beer on the balcony. And so based on the terms of Patreon, I, I took them all down. And uh, they said, well, if you want to put in a, a counterclaim, you can. And I did. And I didn't do it right somehow, even though, whatever, that's a whole long story. Yeah, right. but, so I'm, I'm in with yeah, Patreon right now. Yeah, because the YouTube that tells you how to do it wasn't exactly worded correctly. Yeah, so I'm going back and forth right now with Patreon trying to figure out because basically what happens is I put in a counterclaim. He has 10 business days to then put in a federal lawsuit against me, at which point now I can't put the episodes back up. If he doesn't, I can. So that's what I'm waiting for now is for whatever time period that has to go past so I can put all these episodes back up. Now, the other possibility is that he actually does go through with this and files a federal lawsuit against me, in which case that would be amazing because that would be amazing. discovery is how you start that. You have to open up your books. You have to understand income. You have to understand revenue. You have to understand, you know, how much, how many patrons supporters do you have how many people subscribe to your youtube how much money do you make off of beer on the balcony how much money do you think i'm costing you john because when you sue someone like he sued sirius yeah. they didn't know what they were suing them for they go okay well, what are the damages they go i don't know you tell us like no that's how this works you can't ask the person you're suing how much they owe you zero i can't, ima I can't imagine that michael Pupak would do that like i can't imagine he, he would be responsible for that he did i i saw the I'm paperwork shocked. i'm shocked. i saw the paperwork where they they, they put in the suit and then the, the counter from SiriusXM was like, what are you suing us for? What are the damages? What are you talking about? And the, the best part about that whole suit, if anyone hasn't followed it, John is suing. They're, they're still in, in the process of suing SiriusXM because John can be heard on Howard 101 when they're playing the old episodes. Right. And so John is, was fine with it for 15 years. They, Howard 101 started back in, what, 2005? Yeah. Before Howard even went over there. But whatever. They've been playing these tapes for at least 15 years. And John never had a problem with it when he was employed by the Tonight Show and had things going on in his life. And now that he has no income stream, he's like, oh, I'm suing them. It's like so transparent. It's so obvious what he's you know, doing. I have to tell you, there was a point where um, Brent had sent me a um, legal, you know, stop showing my wife from her OnlyFans thing on your... Yeah. I was like... Cease and desist. Number one, you're treading in, you know, waters that you probably don't know too much about. And number two, there's like, you know, three misspellings in your cease and desist thing that you're like, And also, you really don't know who you're dealing with right now. So I would I would um, I would entertain your lawsuit if you wanted to do so, because yeah. it would just make great fodder for the show. I mean, you just don't get that. That's and JD's wife one time, you know, emailed me saying, you know, I'll have to look into what my legal um, uh, uh, options are for you posting, you know, thing. I was like. I encourage you to do so. So you've dealt with all the same shit that I'm dealing with. Of course, with. constantly. Yeah, constantly. and what's, what's funny about that is at least Brent understood that the first step is a cease and desist. John yeah. doesn't even get that. John understands the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. John's been threatening <laughs> to sue me for, I think we're going on three and a half years now, where he's just been threatening to sue me. And just like how he was threatening to guys in New York, don't like what I'm up to, and who knows what's going to happen. Like That's not how this works. 
when you're going to sue someone, you just serve them papers. Period. You don't threaten a lawsuit. You don't get them ready for it. You don't give them a chance. You don't, don't threaten prep. a mob hit. You just do it. It's so stupid. <laughs> just it's pull so the fucking dumb. trigger. That's it. Just do it. Right. Just do just it. Just do it. Yeah. So I look forward to that. And, you know, the funny thing is, and just like somebody saying right now, you know, Brenton's wife did step up and come on the show. And yeah. and it was one of those things where I, at some point later on, I was like, you know, I just have to thank you because I appreciate the fact that you were able to look through. I mean, believe me, I, I've done three. I hate Brent shows. He he was excoriated on my show. I mean, just brutal. Mine too, we, yeah. we, you know, I mean, it's just because you can. I mean, it's yeah. like shooting fish in a fucking barrel because it's just so brutal to, to work with. And I said, I, I really appreciate your ability to look past that and come on the show. And now, you know, I'll, I'll text with him or just say hi and see how he's doing. I mean, I can't imagine that fucking lifestyle. I mean, I can't imagine that this is what he's doing for a living. Like a but okay. I mean, but no, I, I have the, the exact same situation with Brent where when he went over to Twitch, we, we did a whole episode based on his show. And we were much meaner to him oh, than we were to you guys because you can be I because mean. yeah because he deserved it and um what he did was he reached out to me and said carl i want to come on your show and you know just kind of have a conversation so i'd be like yeah of course come on and he literally just came out he goes you know what you were right i was doing a shit job i didn't have a good show going on and i was like all right we're good you know what i mean like that's just that's how Embrace easy this is the hate right i would and you know it's the same thing honestly with like surely if you want to come on the show I'd be all over it. Like, it wouldn't yeah. even be an issue. But Julie doesn't like me because I, I call him a hack all the time. And and you know what? The funny thing to me is you would rip Julie's show a new asshole, but yet you don't, which right. I find Let's funny. Let's talk about Julie. Let's talk Let's about Julie. Let's talk about Julie. All right. So I've had Julie on my show a number of times. He was, it joined, uh, joined us in Nashville, and we did the live show. Yeah. And this is what I'll say about Julie on my show specifically, is that Julie's never going to walk. Okay, if you put him up to the plate, he's gonna swing. Okay. He's gonna swing at every ball that comes by, whether he's gonna make contact or not, doesn't matter, he's swinging. Now, his on-base percentage is actually very high, and the people who hate Shuley will never see this. They'll never see the audience that was laughing at a bunch of the jokes that he had while we were playing uh, Stuttering John clips, and we were playing Tom Myers clips. Shuley has great, very quick one-liners and jokes. I always liked him on the Howard Stern show. But the people who hate him have this thing now where they can only see that they don't like him. And I think that it's unfair, in my opinion. I could be totally wrong about this. There are people that I don't like. But every now and again, you have to be like, well, that was pretty funny. That was a good line. I've even said that about Senator John from time to time when he called uh, Chrissy Mayer Krispy Kreme. I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's good. That's not bad. You know, you have to give you. people their due. Here's the thing about Shuli. Shuli, and again, you know, the show that I watched with him, with you guys, uh, with John in D.C., yeah. Shuli, um, I, while I do not think is a great stand-up uh, comedian, I think that he could be very good in a group-like setting where he can riff off of other people in like the order Jay Thomas to show. spur he was good on his, Jay Thomas, right? his fun. And that's what I think. Yeah. I, I think that's the – and I think one of the things um, that I dislike about Shuli and pretty much everybody who has ever worked on the Stern show, I mean, because, you know, I know a lot of them. Um, sure. And I would have to say Casey is probably the only person um, who is not like this. I and this includes Casey. the WAC Pack. They yeah. all have a sense of entitlement that demands that they be paid attention to. And 
yes, you were on a show with millions and millions of listeners. And that's why pretty much on every show I do at this point, because I know Julie hates me, I will go because I have TubeBuddy and I will go and look at Julie's numbers for the week and see how many people have listened to his shows just to do a little analysis on where the hack is today. And I know he hates that. And I get that. But you know what? We love it. And so I, I think what happens is that they I was really good friends with Nicole Bass for a long time. And um, describe really good friends. You guys go out to dinner together? And no, I never. And stuff? No, okay. I couldn't. I couldn't have her ever come <laughs> to my home. I couldn't have her ever do anything. Uh, and as Gorilla would tell me, don't ever let her know that you have anything because then she will be all over you and asking you for money and asking you for things from her. But I. I would. I could actually... see her like creating doors that don't exist. She's like, I wanted a door there, and now there's a door. Like, okay, Nicole, whatever you say. Well, she's the she's the kind of person who literally, at the end of her life, was living in the back of a espresso joint in Queens. Like she she was oh. kicked out of her home, and she was living in the back of this. It's room. like how uh, Eric Cartman lives in a hot dog now. Yes, yeah, so that's sad. exactly. That's right. so sad. <laughs> Meanwhile, I did make a little, um, I did make a little visual display, which oh, I, I, um, it's just a little silliness. Hold on. Let me pull it up here while we're talking. I should have done this beforehand. Sorry. Don't fucking kill me. <laughs> but yeah. Jesus Christ. So I didn't I, make you nervous enough that I was coming out that you would prep for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I had no nerves. I was not nervous about Perfect. you coming on Good, my I'm show. What's wrong that. with you? What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. Why would joke. I be nervous? It you know, a I'm a total New York girl. Here. I've been there, done that. So I'm not even going to put the the um, sound on this. But this is how I feel. Um, Shuli and John are okay. Let me get this together. So it's the cripple fight, basically. So, <laughs> so basically, what goes on with? And I know you like a good South Park analogy, and I do too. Of course. So in this in this scenario, let us say that that's Shuli. Okay. And let us say, for argument's sake, that the other one would happen to be stuttering John. Yeah, he's and not far from that. Let's say that you know the the two of them they they are equal in my in my book in terms of their ability to draw crowds and to make people laugh and you know what maybe surely a little bit more in the you know very quick-witted kind of jumping on things and, and maybe stuff like that. maybe Shuli's more <laughs> quick-witted than Sonny John John hasn't even attempted a joke in 23 years so maybe here's the dabblers. Here's the he's dabblers. still talking about Gary's teeth that's, that's where John's at the house of tooth build is still the funniest thing he says on the show. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So, yeah. So the cripple so fight the is. is <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this so analogy. This, this is the analogy that I have to make. So cripple fight outside. Everybody yeah. needs to know that these are the two. So the. Oh, and then I. Okay. So then I was told to ask you about, and I know we're going all over the place, but I don't know how much time you have with me. Well, can I say one thing before and keep yeah. that question ready to go? Yeah. But I will say this, and this isn't just about Shuli. It's about all the comedians who host podcasts. They're overexposed. Totally. And I, I truly think that there is a problem right now when guys like Bill Burr are unlistenable. You're like, oh, well, comedians are overexposed. Like Burt Kreischer's on 13 shows right now. And like th these guys who can put together a 60 minute, 70 minute long act that's really funny and compelling, then think that they have to do podcasts every week or three times a week. And they're not that interesting. Well, they also think that they're really, really amusing. And yeah. they think that um, everything they say is kind of like comedy gold. And it's, it's not. It's and sad it's because. Of, there's it's a like reason a why there's jerk. hosts. There's a reason why there's hosts. Like, 
Artie Lang should not be doing his own podcast. We can Absolutely both not. agree on that. But Artie Lang on the Howard Stern show is gold. I, I miss those days. We all do, obviously. So it's like what happened with this whole podcasting thing is you had all these guys who were great sidekicks or were good bit characters who are now the hosts of a show, and it's not good. And right? it's we like a circle jerk, though. They all, yeah. they all do each other's shows all the time. And, you know, I could only relate it back to Shuli because that fucking Miserable Men is horrible. I mean, did you have you reviewed Miserable Men? I have not. Oh, no. see, what is wrong with you? You see, we have a lot of things on our list. You see, so Miserable Men, mm -hmm. quite possibly one of the worst shows I've ever heard in my life. And you have the you have the, you know, dual threat Brent. of Brent and Shuli, yeah. along with Bob Levy and some other fucking guy I've never even heard of. But it's that same thing. It's that it's that circle jerk of guys who were funny. Half of them are in AA or in DA. They don't, you know, they don't drink anymore. They don't do drugs. They were so much funnier when they were fucking alcoholics and and could really turn a fucking joke and and drink excessively. And now well, they, they also need someone to steer the conversation because a yes. lot of times what happens is they're all trying to like make jokes and one up each other and talk over each other. I'm not just I'm not just miserable men, but all these types of show formats where there's four or five guys who all think they're the funny guy in the room. You need one person who doesn't think they're the funny guy who's willing exactly. to like move the conversation ahead and keep things moving and I, to I kind don't of steer the enough. steer the ship yeah. and, and see i think i blame a lot of this on covid too because yeah. now there's more podcasts than ever because people are sitting at home you know basically not knowing what to do with themselves and it's like oh okay let me do a podcast you know so you have like actors and actresses and all these people that really have nothing to fucking say you know if they would talk about their life experiences if they would talk about the fact that this fucking director tried to like you know touch my titty or or put his hand down my pants then it would be interesting yeah. but it's instead... so superficial I, i've always said anyone who has a whole like a publicist and a whole pr team will never be interesting on a show they're being never coached be so Never they're going to say what they're going to say, which is part of the problem with the Howard Stern show now. Absolutely. The celebrity Absolutely. interviews are atrocious. It's, it's unlistenable. like the, unlistenable. It's a waste of everybody's fucking time Absolutely. to even have these conversations with people, because obviously these these questions have all been looked through and approved. And I'm, OK, yep, I know what to say to this. I know what to say to that. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's been one of the best things for WATP is that every celebrity is now starting a podcast. I go on the show, the Drew and Mike show out of Detroit every other week and they love when we review celebrity podcasts i'm always scouring for new celebrities we just did like paris hilton and which uh, is your favorite one that you have done like what is your single singularly your favorite show that you have like ripped into well stuttering john <laughs> stuttering john's just it endless has it has it's to be it's you, a gift you, that keeps giving I yeah know you have to ask me like what what after stuttering john would, would have to be the question because john's just so funny and that's the thing that john doesn't understand either is that you know, John will say, oh, Carl's obsessed with me. I actually, from time to time, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to go listen to Sutter John now because it's part of my job, unfortunately. <laughs> but I do find his show entertaining and not in the way he hopes it would be entertaining. Of but course. in the fact that he can't broadcast. He, the guy can't string together two sentences without sounding like a moron. He can't so when you compare himself. him to Shuley, I, I, really I take a He can't help himself. Okay, so Shuley, Shuley... I, you know, yeah, I can't give credit to Shuli. I'm sorry. I just can't. I just, there's nothing yeah. you can say. You have a brand. I get it. That's fine. It, 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 but it's just, brand. It, okay, here. Perfect example. Opie. Fucking Opie. Yep. Okay. So he has this stupid show and John, who works with me on Radio Gunk, will always um, call in as Radio Gunk and he'll be in the chat and he'll ask some sort of, you know, inning question about Howard Stern or whatever. 
and Hopi will answer it. And then John will say, you know, how come you haven't been on the show yet? And he's like, yeah, you know, I got to get around to doing that. I got to do something with them. And fucking Opie, okay? So back when, who died? Who the fuck died? I can't even remember who it was. And he had been texting with me. He's like, hey, what do you think about blah, blah, blah? And I was like, well, you know, um, I think it, it's really a shame because of blah, 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 blah. So the next day I see somebody interviewed Opie and he literally stole my text. He like stole what I wrote. Oh. To him, to put onto whatever whoever it was that was in. I was like, you motherfucker! I cannot believe you did that. Wow! And so that just shows that Opie doesn't have a thought in his head. Not a single wow thought. You can see the words coming out the other side of his fucking head when he's talking. (laughs) I'm not even joking. And so yeah, so he was on with like again, you know, it's like you have like uh, Jackie the Joke Man is on all these shows. It's like he does all these one-liners. He has nothing else going on and he just talks about things that happened in the past. The Beatles, you know, the, we were the yeah. Beatles and it's like, okay, just admit, own up to the fact that you completely fucked up. You fucked up by not taking that money and running all the way to the goddamn bank and never looking back. Never. Um, so he's like, yeah, you know, I'd love to have a show with, what was her name? Michelle, Maureen, whatever. Yeah, we should do something. You should go out. You know, you guys should come out to, um, you know, his campus out there and we'll do a show. And so I immediately, I text Opie. I'm like, Opie, let's do this. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, seriously, what is so important in your life that you can't, you know, Wow. Come on you know, the show for an hour. You know who has the best theory about this is uh, Anthony Cumia, because I've talked to him about Opie on numerous occasions now. And Opie's thing is that he doesn't want to be viewed as another podcaster because then they could compare him. Like he likes to talk about how he could overtake Joe Rogan, but he will never go back to being in a studio, having guests on, doing a regular show format no. because then it exposes what a hack he is. So instead, he broadcasts from his car and he talks to people on the street. Right. And he's up in his apartment overlooking traffic and talking about how much traffic there is. Like he, He's like the anti-podcaster. Just so, just in case someone's just like, oh my gosh, Opie, you suck at podcasting. I'm not even podcasting. This isn't even, I'm just, I'm just streaming. I'm just, I get on here because I'm bored. You're like, okay, well then we can't goof on you. You win. All right. Thank you, David David. You're right. It was when Carl died. It was when Carl, Carl, Carl died. Carl Ruiz, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had said blow. something like really sweet about him, and then he repeated it. To the <laughs> Wait, he didn't know anything about his own best friend, Carl Ruiz? He had to repeat your thing? You know what? Because what I wrote oh, was no. actually correct and proper, properly spelled and yep. actually made sense. And he just he just, he just, just snagged it from me. So he is, he is colossally fucked up. And I just, I, I don't even understand people like him. So fuck him. Um, I want to talk to you about Kumia too. Yeah. What's uh, what's your feeling on on him with the dating the younger girls, uh, thing? Like you. Well, I, I know his girlfriend pretty well, Missy. She's in her thirties. Oh, so that's so that's not the one he took to her prom. <laughs> no, that that's going back a little ways. Yeah. yeah, still a little bit on the weird, creepy side. Has he yeah. ever asked you to um, be a part of Compound Media? No. Really? And would no, you do it if he did? Probably not. I think he kind of knows I have my own thing going. Yeah. So I, we've never had that conversation. No. I just wondered, did you ever talk to him about the um, the ridiculous amount of money he poured into having Artie become his co-host, even putting up that <laughs> gigantic billboard right outside so the, of the Lincoln Tunnel? Yeah. So the, the billboard was actually the guy who was running the network at the time, Keith the Cop. Yeah. And and Anthony has come out and said what a stupid decision that was. He's he's talked about a lot of things that Keith did when he was running that network that he wasn't all that thrilled about. Because 
listen, Keith the Cop's a great guy. I know they're they're good buddies and they still are, but he maybe was over his skis trying to run an entire video network. Little bit. Um, I just so wondered. they paid. They paid already what nine hundred thousand dollars. Yes, I mean it was ridiculous. It was just ridiculous amount of. But money I will say this. I will yeah. say this, Monique. So as soon as he got fired from Sirius, Anthony did. Mm-hmm. I canceled my subscription to Sirius and I subscribed to Compound Media. Okay. And I was Team Anthony, and I was Team Anthony, Team Anthony, and Team. Uh, and then I just kind of like bailed out a little bit. When he got Artie on the show, that's when I get, got back in. I've been back in ever since. So I'm, I'm sure he got a lot of subscribers who were interested to hear Anthony and Artie, although it wasn't the version of Artie that I was hoping for. I agree. And I will, I will also contend that when Howard had Artie on, um, many of us went over because we, we love to hear an unedited Artie. Yeah. We love to hear the repartee that would actually include being able to say the, the F word and, you know, shit like that. I mean, I think that's the that dynamic was something that we all looked forward to hearing uncensored. Still and one of the he, greatest episodes ever, and I reviewed what? this with my buddy Vinny, was the Artie and Anthony show when they had Stuttering John on. And Stuttering <laughs> John came in defensive from the get-go. Yes, of And course. it was so funny. He was there, he was there for about an hour, <laughs> got shithoused, and he goes, I got to go. I got to go watch the Monday Night Football game. Meanwhile, their show was from 4 to 6. Football starts at 8.30, so I don't know why he was in a hurry to get out of there, but he had an excuse. And that was I a fun to, one. You know, I will never understand. I will never, ever, ever understand this. And, and you know, when I said to him to embrace the dabblers and you should do a tour that's called, yeah. like, the dabbler tour, I think it would be yeah. fucking hysterical. He would never think of doing that. If he did a dabbler T-shirt, you know, it would sell. If he, you know, everybody keeps telling me to put on my hat, and I don't know where it is. I'm sorry, guys. Dad so was funny. It out of his hat. <laughs> that was the class. That was the most classic thing in the whole wide world. So that yeah. that day when I did the interview with him, I was wearing a Depeche Mode hat. It's a DM on it. Oh, I remember. And um, and he calls me two minutes after the show was over. He's like, "What what what hat were you wearing?" And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Just, just tell me what hat were you wearing?" I said, "Depeche Mode." He said, "What does it say in the front?" I was like, "DM Depeche Mode." He's like, oh, you know, I was told that it was a Dabbler Melendez hat. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I would ever spend the time? Or By the, the way, that, that was fuck? one of the most amazing parts of your most recent episode with Centering John that I pulled out on our review of that was this idea that John likes to say he doesn't listen to the trolls. They don't bother him. He's above that. He even told you, he's like, oh, I don't care anymore. And then he immediately says, yeah, but those guys told me that you were goofing on me. That's why I texted you. It's like, well, then you do care, John. You see that, this right? This is what happens. And yeah. this, and I You're don't, not fooling anyone. I don't really have the thought or time for that. Like, I just don't, I don't care enough about, you know, um, feeling. I would never tell another single human being who to have or not have on their show. Like, I would never stop somebody, stifle them. Who gives a shit? You know, it's your show. And I and who gives I've a shit? This... Who gives a fuck? Exactly. So tell me what you're talking about with Howard tomorrow. I'm curious. Oh, I have uh, Alex Stein coming on the show tomorrow. Ooh. Are you familiar with Alex Stein? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's really interesting. He's he's a fun guy, and he's a huge uh, Howard Stern super fan. Okay. So uh, it's one of the segments we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, I'm actually the the main segment we're doing is a show called Podcast About List. And I was not familiar with this. It was a suggestion that came in. List? List. Sorry oh. if I <laughs> slurred on that. Podcast about list. And list. Wait, lists? List. Like singular. <laughs> and so these guys, 
the person who suggested it said they're kind of like come town like okay. okay and then i went and looked up their patreon they make like twenty eight thousand dollars a month so oh okay well these guys are huge wow i know it's amazing how many of these shows you're like i've never heard of them like oh they have a huge fan base all right cool let's check it out listen it's like asking me how i i know that caitlin's making you know several more than several thousand dollars a month on OnlyFans, and i just don't understand since porn is free why yeah. anybody would pay to see a, a a large woman um and you know you know what happened they actually got a um a letter from the landlord saying they're no longer allowed to um uh film in their apartment no because shit. apparently there were always like several um black men waiting downstairs in the hallway to come up and do their scenes with her and then she was also having sex in the pool and having sex around the place and making a lot of noise and um so they told them you need to stop that or else we're going to have to kick you out of the building. Yeah, you might want to get a studio for that. Might want to get a little hotel room. Might want to get a little yeah. <laughs> might want to get a little something. Um oh my god. So yeah, see people are see so everybody's going to defend or hate. Okay, Monique, maybe if you told Stuttering John what text you were referring to, he would have remembered. So you're mad at Stuttering John for a private DM he sent to this idiot years ago. Ryan said it was because you trashed him. So it was two years ago. So it wasn't like years ago. It was just two years ago. Listen, none of it would matter if John didn't say I've never said a bad thing about her, and then you immediately go, Well, here's a, a DM where you called her a cunt twice. Oh yeah. That, that's the problem, Dan. It's, it's not about like calling someone a cunt on a DM or a text message. It's this idea that you're like, I'm perfect in every way, and she's just being an asshole. Like, no, you are also an asshole. You know that, right? <laughs> How do you not know that? <laughs> so I, I, I would be remiss to not mention this because I just yeah. thought it was a really funny tweet from today um, where I, I had advised John to write, lean into the trolls and embrace it and whatever, thus negating the hate. So that muttering John uh, called it the Melendez paradox, which yes. I thought was so I saw that too. funny. He wanted I us just, to talk about those. I know he did. And then I, I figured I would just mention it. Okay, so tell me about this guy who's coming in tomorrow. So I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Let's talk I about I totally the, have ADD. I will digress. No, let's, like let's 5, talk about the, the stuttering John paradox because what uh, Muttering Jay was saying was okay, you're telling him. Who is Muttering Jay? Who do you think Muttering Jay is? You know what? He, I don't know, but he did say that he has some type of connection. Like he's a behind the scenes guy or something. I don't know. Okay, they all say that, but okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, he actually writes fairly intelligently, so I, I'm going to give him like a pass on being just your basic incel idiot living in his basement. But, you know, I, I, I appreciate the um, syntax of his of his tweets. So he does. Ahead. He does very good work, very good research. What he's yeah, doing. And, and whoever's doing those videos. Um, oh, my gosh. There's a couple of people. Who are I'm almost jealous. Videos. I'm almost yeah. jealous. There was like a claymation one the other day that just like I'm going to play me. that. I'm going to play that tomorrow. on WATP. You absolutely have to. That is yeah. just the funniest thing it's I've ever seen. It's 30 seconds and it's, it's all the offshoots that John's going to come up with for his show. So, yeah. So let's discuss the paradox. So or the MP, what, what they called. were saying was, OK, let's say that John now leans into this. Wouldn't that make it so that the dabblers and, and this community are no longer enjoying him? And so him leaning into it means that he'll actually yes. lose that community. So it's like, well, okay, we, I have all these people who are paying attention to me because they think I'm an idiot. So if I lean into that, then they'll stop paying attention to me and I won't and be able to make money. And if they stop paying attention to me, then I won't get all these like delicious super chat trolls. Correct. Now, I have two comments on this. Interesting. The first one is that John can't play a character for long enough to make this work 
John always falls back on his true personality because every every now and again he'll be like, yeah, I don't care. It's not a big deal. And then he gets drunk and he's just like, it's fucking sycophant. But, you know, he just starts freaking out at people. So it wouldn't he wouldn't last long enough to be able to do it. But I will say this. This is the big thing about this paradox is that he should have done this years ago. He didn't. Yes. I think that even when you fuck up in life, you should still learn from that and do better and try harder. If John were to, let's say he does something where he's like, is leans into it. There's no longer a reason to goof on him. So then the dabblers goes away yes. and he can go back to being this ultimate famous stuttering John Melendez from the Howard Stern show. And wouldn't that be better for him? Cause it's obviously it's causing him a lot of grief to but have nay, all these haters. I say, I say, no, I say yeah. you're right. This is an interesting, this is good. This is good. So let's think this through a second. So when, uh, when J.D. Harmeyer's wife emailed me and said, could you please take down any of these Instagram photos of my friends? Because people are starting to call them and people are starting to fuck with them. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I will. I will do that for you yeah. because I understand that this, you know, I, nobody ever wants somebody calling them and fucking with them. I mean, it's just as simple as that. You know, you can, I can embrace it all I want and say fuck the trolls and whatever, but nobody wants people calling them and, and, and fucking with them. Right. So I took it down. And then she just decided to go radio silent on her Instagram and, and everything. And it sucked the lifeblood, it sucked the oxygen out of the fun we had with it. And exactly. so now it's like, okay, so Moving there's on. no more of that. So we move on, you know, and we'll go back to Beth or we'll go back to, or we'll do somebody else or we do Caitlin or whatever it is, but it negates that. But by doing so, the Melendez paradox, by doing so, she now loses out on having like an Instagram thing where we would follow her and we would post about her thereby giving her more popularity than she had so it's a curious yes yes i see it brilliant so this one's saying muttering john is female which i find very interesting Who that's knows? uh what do we think i don't um i do it's not awesome. know if jd is still married to her but i don't care either because fuck him is jd still on the show i don't listen to stern anymore yeah you know there's nothing that? to listen to I, I i have to tell you you know the reason that we still do the stern thing and i you know a lot of people will give us shit about you know just jumping on this and then we we do the stern thing okay so i think it started out as something really fun and just kind of picking on the show and remembering like how we used to love the show and that we don't any longer now though it's become almost like a audio and visual testament to how he is absolutely a colossal, horrible uh, interviewer and the show just sucks. And you have 70 people that are giving this like shit. Yeah, the, um, the size of that staff is insane for what they're putting out. 70, seven zero people. It's I kind of feel like it's like the government, you know, when people spend money at the fucking Pentagon for like $2,000 toilets. And if yeah. you don't spend that money on the toilets, then you lose it. I feel like he, if he doesn't spend it, he will lose it. And he's not going to lose it. He's just yeah. not going to. So here's 70 people looking at this show. And, and he's just so horrible to his parents now. And the shit that he says about them, you know, and he talks about his mother's like titties and, you know, just all sorts of really, really horrific stuff. Is he stuff. broadcasting out of Florida still? 
Is he in the so Florida he house? left Florida. So he we did. were able to determine when he's in Florida and when he's in New York based on the that? tile on the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> the detectives. He's such an idiot. Put a fucking rug down. We'll never know the difference. And so yeah. he's back in New York now, but I think he's going for a homestead um, a tax abatement now. So he's trying to spend six months there and six yeah. months in the Hamptons, maybe sell New York. Who knows? But I, I don't see him ever coming back into that. I was going to say, will he ever be back in no. the studio? I don't think so. I think he might be forced in. I think yeah, I think that Sirius will never fire him because then they'll have to pay him. And so I think that um, at some point he'll have to go in there. Either that or it's just a fucking Zoom call. You know, he's interviewing people that are actually in his office and he's Zoom calling with them. And I had I a conversation with a, a person who has been on the Stern Show a few times, a super fan for many, many years. And even he was like, I can't listen to this anymore. It sounds like a conversation between two 70-year-old people, between him and Robin, just complaining about everything in the world. Everything. Just, and they're like, so it's not just It's hip. just two people going, can you believe that Sally, uh, you know, she's leaving the house at 10 a.m.? Like, <laughs> whatever. Who cares? What are you talking about? Nothing is worth listening to. Seriously. And I struggle. There's a lot of times where I struggle with, with even clipping maybe six, seven, eight minutes worth of show yeah. for the entire oh, day. All right. Yeah, let's talk about that. So you got yeah. a, what, a season desist from Sirius? What'd you get? So on my first channel, right, where I had like, mm, I think I was at just around 11,000, 11,500 uh, subs. Okay. And, you know, we were just doing really, really well. Everything was getting approved and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, we one time exposed that Howard Stern is now a grandfather because somebody got a hold of his uh, daughter's Instagram and posted it on my website. Yeah. So I was like, I have to, I have to, you know, this is breaking news. We have to let people know that Howard Stern's a grandfather now. And he would never admit that because he thinks he's too cool for fucking school. He still thinks he's like, you know, 19. And, is that um, why? I don't, I don't know about that. He doesn't want anybody know. He, 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 I don't think he can actually handle being a grandfather. Like, I don't, I don't think, think his daughters could handle being him being. Their, their yeah, I, I think that's what it is. Right. I think his daughters are like, leave us out of this. Well, you know what? And I know that Julie mentioned that about, you know, how we go after his kids. And we don't go yeah. after his kids. You know, you, you have a fucking daughter who is literally a rabbi and she sings the most insipidly horrible music on this guitar. She only knows like four fucking chords. You mm. really have to listen to it to appreciate it. She just strums and then just does another like Shabbat song or, you know, something around Hanukkah. Where are you and finding this though? Is she putting it on she, the internet? Is she trying she to get famous from it? She puts them on YouTube Does with she? the okay. words. Like somebody's going to sing along. All There's right. like 40, 47 views. They're all from our people. Yeah, and, okay. you know, and, and she expects people to sing along with this. And so this is where you go a little deeper than I do. It's funny because I had, do you know who the ROTC guys are? Revenge yes. of the Sis? Yes, yes, yes. I had those guys on my show and we were reviewing Brendan Schaub, Fighter yeah, and the okay. King. And, and I'm like, I've, I listened to the show and I'm like, dude, this show sucks. Brendan Schaub's not funny. And they're like, yeah. And you know what? He cheated on his first wife. And they're like getting into all this shit. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just listening to the show. Like, I don't, I don't go that deep on people's personal lives. And Absolutely. Stuff. And you know what? Anything that's behind the scenes, I don't really care about. I mean, we yeah. know more stuff about Emily than I really care to know about her. You know, okay. people send me, her, daughter, people send me her addresses. They send me like all of her shit. We would never, ever, ever do that because yeah. you know what? They're not in the public eye and I don't really give a shit about it. But when you They've put suffered yourself enough. There, <laughs> they suffered enough. When you put fire. yourself out there, like Deborah, his daughter who had the kid, who would have known unless somebody was following her? Like, you know, we don't follow her. Her okay. account is private. And so so that day, that, that very day, 
um, all of a sudden I just got slammed, like just um, boom, 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 strike one, strike two, strike three, just came after me. And, um, and, and that, exactly. And at the same, <laughs> and at the same time, um, somebody tried to, um, did a, uh, attack on my website. So, um, they did a DOS attack. DDoS of attack, some yeah. Sort. Yeah. yeah. And, um, shut me down. They just shut me the fuck down. And so that was all she wrote. And, oh, um, Oh, not only did it suck, but, you know, so many of the live shows, you know, was at a point where, you know, sometimes I would download them, sometimes I didn't. Who gives a shit? You know, we're just having a great time, blah, 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 blah. And I lost uh, at least 100 shows that will yeah. never come back. And so it, it kind of sucked. And now what I see happening is when they don't like something that we say. For example, a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about his father being on some sort of like antipsychotic drug. And he mentioned it by name. Okay. And one of the guys on my show, Xavier, says, you know, I'm not really sure that HIPAA law says that you are allowed to tell people what somebody else is on in terms of, like, their medication. And I guess someone at, at Sirius said, yeah, you're right. Fuck you. Click. And I'm like, motherfucker. So a lot of the stuff that they've been coming after me for, and it won't be strikes. It'll be copyright infringements and stuff like that. And, you know, you're not allowed to play this anymore. And then Is also it like a DMCA the strike that they... I, I, they used to be not anymore. Okay. Now they just set are now like, just you know, copyright what? infringement, just a copyright infringement. And so I'll but just take it out. Fair use give you I mean, your transformative. Obviously, you're not just playing a show. One would think one would, I would think, think. And I've gone through this so many times that my wording is fucking perfection on. my. Yeah. I actually even added in a little bit more wording, which says, you know, the the views of other members or other guests on the show are not necessarily reflective of the person. I, I highly recommend you add that because it's one of those things where people are starting to kind of come after you just because you say you don't like them and mm -hmm. it's a it's a big thing i'll send you the wording okay, it's, just, it's just one of those things please do because i have to get back to patreon right now i got it uh a draft in my outbox that i'm <laughs> waiting to send fucking asshole. i got all the legalese down to science so what do you think so this, this is what i've written this is what i've written so far yeah, Fuck you. that's what exactly you right all right, got it. All right. All, so i got it down <laughs> it's all makeup and grunting <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so tell me what shows you have coming up. So you have this guy coming on tomorrow who's a super fan. And, yeah, uh, so Who else? Are These Podcasts is my podcast that we put out. And we're now twice a week. We do a show every – it comes out every Sunday and Thursday. And you can find that wherever you get podcasts, Who Are These Podcasts. Also, whoarethese.com. All of our episodes are up there. Also, uh, I've been building up the YouTube channel quite a bit. So if you find us on YouTube and subscribe, we appreciate that. You can also find all of our videos on our new website, whoarethese.com. So I'm, I've been incorporating a video element into things, that I, something I thought I'd never do. Well, I'm a what big do you think about fan. doing that? Because, uh, you know, I've, I've just started showing myself like last year. And yeah. I, you know, I used to be just so, you know, I, di I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to be party to what other people do to people on my, my site with like their faces and photoshops sure. and shit like that. But now I don't, I don't even care. You know, yeah. it's just you just got to embrace it. You know, there's plenty of people out there that say Mo and Kevin BFFs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. See, I'm going to come visit him up in that, you know, place that's cold or almost cold. There's no fucking summer up there. Um, yeah, like that. Talk about where I live. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful like, it's out like winter today. and almost winter. That's all you have. Up there. <laughs> right, where are you from? I thought you were from. Uh, I'm like... a New Yorker, born and raised. Yeah. OK, that's what I thought. Where are you now? 
I am. I divide my time between Florida and Pennsylvania. Okay. I'm looking so at a place in Florida I, myself, so I'm with you on that. I'm looking for a place in Florida myself. So I'm yeah, let's talk that. about that off air. What, which, which coast? <laughs> which coast? Uh, oh, West Coast, Gulf, Gulf Coast. Of course, the Gulf Coast. That's yeah. the only place. That's yeah, the only okay. coast. Let's talk yeah. about it off air for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Want to get yeah, your yeah. take on that? Yeah, I'll tell you something funny. About so, that as too. far as as video goes, like I, I never thought we would do a video show, but now everyone does a video show. Yeah. Especially the shows that we're making fun of. So bringing in a video element definitely adds another layer of comedy to the show. And I've actually been enjoying it quite a bit, especially with Stuttering John, because this guy should not be standing in front of a camera at any point in his life. So it's so funny to actually do the reviews where we're watching the video and, and reacting to that. It's, it's been Believe a lot of Believe me, if I could do more things with a video, like if, if I could play Howard's um, Channel 9 show without getting um, getting a strike, I would do it. But I, I just... I just can't. You I, can, I, they, though. It's, it's they come legal after, for you to play clips. They come after fight me back. constantly. Fight back. Yeah, I know. I should fight back. I know. You know, I always think to myself, you know, it's kind of like when you're, it's kind of like when they want to assess your house for more taxes and then you fucking fight back and then they come to your house and see that you built a whole new fucking deck and so they yeah. charge you even more money. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, you don't want to draw any more attention to yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm solely focused on him, so it makes it harder. You know, if I digressed, if I went out and started, you know, bullshitting about other shows, which is your thing, so I'm not doing that, but I'm Thanks. saying <laughs> yeah. it would be a different story because I would be, you know, getting out there a little bit more and, and seeing some sunshine as opposed to fucking doing this whole whole Howard Stern thing, but we don't. So they are always focused on us. I got you. I understand. Can't help it. So I will will say this because I am a radio nerd and I grew up listening to talk radio and I, I love all the different formats, comedy, politics, sports, entertainment, whatever. And so I, I appreciate podcasts because I like to do other things while I'm listening to it. Me you too. Know, I want to put the earbuds in, do my thing, and listen to shows. So I'm trying to keep my show focused on audio first. So if you ever listen to Who Are These Podcasts, my goal is to make it an audio show. And also my other goal is you can come in and listen to an episode at any time from any time of our show and get what we're doing. I, I don't like these right. shows where you have to know so much lore. You have to know all of these inside jokes and shit in order See, to get into it. See, that's us. I mean, that's where we are now because we've been doing the show for like five and a half, six it's years. It's hard so not it's- to do that because you've all been part of this and your, your listeners are part of it. So I always try to, if I'm talking about something that people might not know about, I say, the reason why we're talking about this is because blah, blah, blah. You know, I always try to like set these things up so that anyone can just listen to any episode, get what and we're doing. And just jump in. And, like a and soap be a opera. part of it. You just jump right in. And so the opposite of soap opera. I want everything to be like a one-off episode. But meaning that you can just jump in and catch exactly what's going on without any issue. So people wanted me to ask you about the club foot, and I don't know why. And uh, is this like I was born? Yeah, I was born club footed. Which what that means is people talk about my deformed feet. It's actually an ankle thing more than anything. It's just called club foot. Um, So my my when I was born, my ankles were bent in, and my feet were like the bottoms of my feet were facing each other. Like and so this I, way, uh, like towards each other. This way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if, if these were the bottom of my feet, it'd be like this. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 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 Yeah. So um, as a baby, I had many, many operations, and Aww. I can, I can walk. I used to skateboard and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, my buddy Vinny from the Creep Off, my, you know, the, he's actually going to be on WTP tomorrow with me, with Alex as well. Um, likes to goof on me quite a bit and pretend that I'm not mobile and things like that. But I am actually <laughs> upright and mobile. So. <laughs> Oh, and Vinny just texted me. Plug the creep off. I just plugged the creep off, you asshole. All right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, and I have one more thing I have to ask you about yeah, because I would like to know, do you, do you, 
do you enjoy doing the music more than the podcast or are they kind of equal in your brain or what do you enjoy more? So they, they were both hobbies and mm -hmm. uh, one of the hobbies turned into my profession. So because that I actually make an income and a living from podcasting, I think yeah, I that's might a beautiful thing. I got to be yeah, honest with you. you I put know? more effort into that than the music. And I and point. I get that because I, I I've been you know I'm really good friends with Tim Sabian he you know he has told me on countless occasions you know if you would only put just a little bit more effort into hold the on. show I can put hold you that on. thought Tim yeah. Sabian have you ever asked him why he hired Opie to be on Westwood One I'd love to know the answer to that you know what, what was because he yeah well because at the time yeah. um, suffice it to say he also asked me to be on Westwood One so it oh, wasn't no really shit. just an Opie thing yeah. Oh, so he was um, hiring anyone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. But you know what the problem was? A, I wasn't on, you know, uh, visually. And B, um, I didn't have a regularly scheduled show. He's like, you got to get your shit together. You have to put yeah. together something where you're on at least three, four times a week. You know, you have to have a, a, a visual element to it and you have to make it a little bit more fucking real or else, I, you know, there's nothing I can do for you. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't commit to, I can't commit to doing this. And so, um, you know, he had been reaching out. There was like that other guy who does like a barbecue show, who's kind of like a chunky guy too. And then there's, you know, he just kind of reached out to his friends, to his people. And yeah. so, you know, Opie was gonna make like a, a good strong percentage based on advertising revenue kind of thing. I have the contract somewhere in my really. So do you know how stuff. that how that ended? Um, I don't know why that ended. I know Tim had, I think Tim had left Westwood one before Opie did. And I think that Opie followed soon thereafter because even though he was making numbers and this is just me talking. So even yeah. though it just, he was making numbers, um, I don't think that he felt like he was getting a fair share of the profits. So that's why that happened. Um, okay. but they were very, very, they were, you know, to use fabulous Jewish nomenclature. They were Ghanifs. You know, it was one of those things where, okay, we're going to promote you. We're going to put you on. We're going to do this and that for you, but we take like 60% or something like that. I mean, it was something like ridiculous. It's and interesting so because I, when I was, I was following that, obviously that whole thing when Opie yeah. went on there, it's, it's actually the reason why WTP took off is because we goofed on Opie. That was episode 107 of our show or something. So I was two years in and yeah. ready to quit. And then finally that hit and that caught on. How many so shows have you done? So now we're on 316 I just put out. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Continue. So um, so I was following the Westwood One thing, and, and I was looking at their roster, and it's all celebrities like Jericho and, and all yeah. these like pretty big celebrities are on their roster. I think Opie's the only one who didn't stick. So you, you want to tell me that's about how much money he was making. Maybe that's true. He's making a lot of money in radio. Maybe that's it. But it just seems odd to me that every other celebrity thought it was worth their while to be out of Westwood One. Well, I think Not it's because over. they are celebrities. So here's the difference. So you got a radio guy who's doing a radio show, and you, yeah. then you have celebrities who don't know from how much they should be making by doing something sure. where they're talking. You know, that I think he up. comes from a different um, space so that he understands how much they're making as a percentage of how much he's bringing in. And maybe he wasn't bringing in that much. Who knows? You know, I, I, I've, I've not found the show interesting. I, you know, his shows where he's just walking around, you know, talking to people, I think is utter bullshit. And what you know, a douche. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. So my last story I am asked to ask you about is when you got sucker punched by a guy from the misfits. Now I just have to, I, I it's okay. So 
just <laughs> Carl is good looking when next to Mo. Ha ah. ha. Oh, so funny. Ah. Thanks, muttering Jay is Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want you guys to see because I just found this like really cute and amusing is that um, this is the band that they were opening for, which is the Misfits. Yes. Okay. So Correct. this is the, this is this this to me is amazing because I I don't see um, I don't see how you guys would be the ones that are opening for this band. So let me show you his cute little Nerdlestein band because they are kind of cute in their isotopy way. Yeah. So we dress is, like nerds. We dress like scientists. Yeah, we're that totally. the isotopes. So, so is this so that when they put a blue light on, you guys will fucking glow? No, it's just. Oh, it's, come on. It's come not, on. We, we do have our own light guy, but no, that's not what the, uh, the reasoning and behind is. And is this why you like Shuli so much? Because some of the guys in your band look like him a little bit? Not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally like into dudes. <laughs> and this one looks like Mike Buschetti a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Mo. You got me. I like Shuli because he's so hot. I just like hot guys. <laughs> yeah. Guy totally like got Mike me. Mike Buschetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. Wow. Which one are you saying looks like Mike Machete? I'm going to tell him. The second you the guy to the left of you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's producer Chris, by the way, from Who Are These Podcasts. Oh, and he next looks to much him, better now. He next looks... to him is Croge, who's uh, also Cro a regular on Who Are These Podcasts. Yeah, Croge. So a yeah. lot of people you have on your podcast were actually friends with you before you went on to this. Yacht Rock. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing to me that, like, Trucker Andy, Vinnie Paulino – Croge, producer Chris, like all these people who are regulars on the show, I've been in bands with, or Vinny's a stand up comedian. I've done like shows with him and stuff. But it's interesting because we've always had this rapport where we just bullshit each other and try to make each other laugh. I love so it. So it was very natural to just start a show together and, and to have people on. So it's worked out very well for that reason. <laughs> Somebody wants you to answer a question with that won't do. And I'm sure they're going to use this for good and not I was evil told, and not I was good. told to do that. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you a question and then you can, yeah. um, you can okay. answer you it any up for this? Right. way you want to. So, Carl, is it, um, is it true that your, your wife is cheating on you? <laughs> that won't do. <laughs> See, I did it. I did what I was told to do. My wife is not cheating on me. And okay. I love that John made that up because it, it actually is one of the funnier things he's ever done. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. He's, he's repeated it on multiple shows now, too. Oh, and really? Then he was, and then he was tweeting that I cheated on her first, and that's why she's cheating on me. So I don't know if he's having fun with it or if he just, like, you, believes everything someone tells him. I don't know. But, you like me, I believe everything yeah, somebody you're, tells you're me. Yeah, because you're like, oh, you know I know Shuli's goofing on me on Reddit because someone what? told me Fuck that. Fuck face. Okay, <laughs> so the, the same person who who sent me the, you know, John calling me the, the C word is the person mm -hmm. who told me that, you know, we, we have it on good authority. We believe that this is um, Shuli on, on. So his first name rhymes with lion? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> and he doesn't mean any harm to anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. I like that. Are we going to yeah. read through any of the super chats that came in? I feel bad. People are oh my God, donating all this money, and we should we probably should. answer um, questions. Not that I want to be here all day, but okay, I always feel obligated that people are Monique, you're money. giving airtime to a club-footed club -footed smile talker. It's the definition of generosity. You are the best. I'm really not the best. You know what? He he was um, generous enough to, to reach out to me and come on the show because, I, of course, I knew he wanted to talk about Stuttering John, and there were other things I wanted to talk about. So I think it was a win-win for us. So, Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, more phlegm. Long, long overdue, I would say. 
Yeah. Okay. To begin with, Julie's voice has an annoying tone, very nasal. Uh, it's like a male Kamala Harris. Then he's uninteresting and fun unfunny on top. Not everyone is meant to be a host or an entertainer. Surely isn't. I Welcome think though. Who are these podcasts? White power. <laughs> does a spot on high pitch impression though. You got to give him that. Who are That's... these podcasts? The Holocaust wasn't real. I played that for uh, Vinny the attorney, and he thought it was high pitch. And Vinny hangs out with high pitch. That's how good of an impression that is. <laughs> God, that's amazing. Hi, okay, this wait. Is so, um... Eric, and you're listening to Who Are These Podcast? Chinese Why? people smell. <laughs> Why isn't Shuli on Cameo anymore? I don't know. Okay, because we went there because somebody wanted to give me a cameo from Shuli. You know what? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you why I'm not on cameo. Not that I would make a ton of money on cameo. Why aren't you on cameo, Carl? Producer Chris says, Mike Buschetti. (laughs) People are watching. Uh, Because, honestly, cameo is for people who are the butt of the joke. Like, Stuttering John doesn't realize this. Every time he's on cameo... He's being goofed on. He's like reading what they tell them to read. He doesn't. He's not in on the joke. Like I would never do that. That's not a fun well, thing. Well, high pitch too. But guess what? That fucker is making like a shit yeah. ton of money. No, for him it's, it makes sense. Of it course. totally makes sense. Yeah. But uh, but it, literally he's making like one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. I heard. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I know he makes it. I, probably not anymore because no one's listening to Howard anymore. But for well, a while, that's exactly right. That's he was exactly doing very right. Well. Um, okay, I think I have no more. Oh, oh, we were supposed to talk about you getting sucker punched, but I was so fixated on your green ties and the microchetti yeah. thing that I couldn't. I'll get tell past you real that. quick if you want to hear the full story, I, I broke it down on a Patreon episode. So if you sign up for patreon.com slash who are these podcasts for as low as five oh, bucks a month, that, you get all of our bonus content. But what's great about this story, gray. what's great about this story, Monique, yeah. is that, like I said, I treat everything like a roast. So the ice stops open for the misfits. And we have the Ice Stops announcer. We don't talk on stage. We pre-record everything, and there are these jokes we play in between songs. We're instrumental band. We don't talk. So these jokes were all goofing on the Misfits. I thought they'd be, like, in the green room. There's a green room upstairs at this venue. I didn't think they'd be anywhere near us. They were all standing in the back with their arms folded, like, fuck these guys. So when we got off the stage, they tried to start a fight with each one of us, and myself and Crows both got sucker punched <laughs> by this guy. And then guess who got kicked out of the venue? We did. You did. <laughs> you <laughs> did. <laughs> Why am I getting kicked out? Because you look like the guys who can be kicked out of the fucking club. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. No, That's it, why. Make, it makes sense. But anyway. You're on the guys the, waiting online at Studio 54 that would never, ever, ever get in. When we told, yeah. When we told the story on this bonus episode, I played all the jokes, all the clips that we had, and we went through the whole story. And it's, it's actually a, a very fun story. It's worked out well for me. I was, on, I was doing radio interviews after that. It, it turned into a fun anecdote. Hey, I have a question. How many people did you wind up having at your, um, your live show? Uh, we got about 200 people at both of Amazing. them Amazing. So That's great. Yeah. So we what did, made you decide uh, to do that? Because I would never have the balls to do that. We did Chicago last year and Nashville this year. And we're going to go, do Detroit and New York coming up. Um, well, th- the reason why is because I had teased it. And then a professional promoter reached out to me who's a fan of the show. and said, Carl, if you want to do this, I can help you out. I do this. And he threw out all these acts that he does promotions for and sets up shows for us. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Let's do it. So, yeah, our, our first show was in Chicago. Our biggest markets are New York City and Detroit. So when we've done live shows so far, the vast majority of people who come are coming from out of state. They travel to come see us, Amazing. which is asking a lot. And I appreciate that they you do that. You have to appreciate it, of course. I do So when are you much. doing the New York thing? I haven't set it up yet, but I was actually talking to, ready for uh, a little name drop? Hold on, let me hit my... Uh, Go for it. Mm, drop! 
I was yeah. talking to Eric Nagel, E-Rock, <sighs> former producer of Opie and Anthony. Yeah. And uh, he's got some connections to uh, some great venues in New York. So we're talking about doing that. And I was also talking to my buddy Drew Lane from the Drew and Mike show. He's got some connection to Detroit. So I don't know when those things are going to happen. Because you know what's happening right now, Monique? No. I'm, I'm kind of bummed out because I'm ready to like go. Like, let's do live shows, go here and there and there. Everyone's doing live shows now. So they're backed up for years because of the pandemic. So I talked to these venues and they're like, yeah, we, we have every Saturday booked through 2023. Like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. So that's curious. So why don't you just make it into a fucking block party or something? Like, just do something fun like that. <laughs> Roddy's block party? Totally. Maybe I can go to Vegas. Come on. Get Roddy to come up. We'll fuck some horse. How funny would that be? Seriously. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> could you imagine if we getting scolded on the air that next Monday? <laughs> Roddy did something this weekend. Uh, I can't do a Howard <laughs> impression. You know you can't do an impression at all. No, Sorry. not even close. Um, is there anything else that we want to look at in the chat? Carl, do the stuttering John Broadway play. <laughs> I would do um, that. You guys can go to Chuck E. Cheese. So, Dr. Steve, I don't think I've actually really established who you are. I know you were on our show the other day, or you were talking to us the other day, and I don't know who you are. Oh, somebody wanted to ask. You don't know uh, Dr. Steve? He's been on Howard Stern a number of times. You know, I don't. He's the I, resident doctor that calls in and, and gives him the information about fluids and things. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. He also has a show on Sirius XM called Weird Medicine. Look at you. Look at you knowing more about Dr. Steve than Dr. I did. Dr. Steve's my I buddy. He came, to, he came to both our shows, Chicago Lombard. He's coming up to Rochester for our roast. It's really? coming up in September. Yeah, I, we're doing a roast in September. Uh, disappointed that you didn't wear the dabbler's hat. Fuck, where is that? Hat? Do I even <laughs> have it you dropped here? the ball on that. I really, really did. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't have it here. Wait, maybe I do. No, I don't have it here. I'm sorry, guys. I just thought you know I've done it twice, so I was kind of yeah, I'm kind of over it. it a little we bit. We get it. We get Not gonna job. lie. Um, what does Carl have to say about stuttering John being drunk on his and other people's shows? I love it. Of course you do. Because it's good it's for business. Favorite. It's my of favorite. Of course you do. Of course you do. Um, Dr. Steve is famous in Ireland. You know what else is, is really funny that's happening what? right now? What? Uh, you know, considering John never cleans under his fingernails. I'm sure you've seen those. Yes, I've seen that. So yes, people are putting together these photoshops now where he like works at Jiffy Lube. And they're showing it was like a because that's like what a mechanic's fingernails would look like. Well, it's the pointing finger thing that always yeah. it's just it's, <laughs> it's so <laughs> gross. It's like a little off center. And it's like, ugh. You know what the Yuck. shame is? It's actually I I am actually saddened for John. I really am. I'm like I'm like sad that he's not self-aware enough to see that he is fodder for so many jokes. I'm so all over this Melendez paradox. It's not even fucking funny now because I keep thinking about it like a like a little Russian nesting doll. Like how amazing it is. Monique, come to the roast September 17th in Rochester. Yes. That might be a little far for me. So September 17th, I guess, um, who are these podcasts are doing a roast. So what do you do? You basically go on stage and you pick out like some random things to kind of pick on. Like, what is it? So we're doing a full on roast and it's myself and Vinny, the two co-hosts of The Creep Off, which is our reality true crime show. I shouldn't say reality. It's a true crime show for men, which there's no other one that exists in the world. All true crime shows are for women. We do Absolutely one for men. Absolutely, they are. Absolutely, they are. Yeah. So we're doing a roast. It's going to have myself and Vinny, and we're going to have all the people who are regulars on Who Are These Podcasts and some of Vinny's uh, stand-up friends coming on. And it's a, it's a full-on roast. We've already sold out all of our um, front tables with VIP tickets. So get your tickets now. i got to find the, the URL here. 
Give me yeah, a give it to me, and I'll post it on second. the bottom of this show as well. All right, I appreciate that. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on what this URL is, but I'll find it. Wait, so how many people does this uh, place fit that you're? Uh, so we're we're doing it at the comedy at the Carlson, which is the local comedy club here in Rochester. We're doing it. There's multiple rooms in there. Mm-hmm. We're doing it in the Rickles room, which I think holds about 150. The Rickles room. The Rickles room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vinny, if you're still watching, text me the URL because I'm not fighting it in my notes right now. I'm doing it really bad. I'm going to get scolded so bad. Call with this, a C. I love it when you're on Kumia. Oh, so thank how you. often do you go on Kumia? Do you come into the city? Yes. Yeah. The last time I came in to see Billy Joel and I, I swung by and hung out with Anthony that Monday. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. We, we played. We were doing uh, song parody contests for both Opie and Suttering John. So we played some of our song parodies that have been coming in. And that was a great time. Delicious. Have Kumia on. So we did have Kumia on and it was horrible. We did a horrible interview with him. Um, Grace, who used to do the show with me, got completely blindly shit faced drunk and just started kind of like stumbling over her words as she was trying to like get a, a thought out to uh, talk to Kumia about. And it was an absolute disaster. So, yeah, I would love to have him on again at some point. I'm not sure he would ever do my show, but that's OK. I'm 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 good without it. That's fine. Creep um, off roast. Thank you, Tab. What is it? I knew, I knew somebody would help me out here. He goes. He goes. Fucking embarrassing, <laughs> Tab. <laughs> he goes. Uh, Creepoffroast.com is where you can get tickets Creep for September seventeenth. Roast. Creep off. September seventeenth. That's the roast that we're doing here in Rochester, which will be a lot of fun. Okay. Creepoffroast.com. Yes. Okay. So go there if you want tickets to see Carl and crew in Rochester doing what he does here, but doing it live. No, I am absolutely not taking calls at the end of this fucking show. <laughs> There's not a shot of that happening. You know, you know, I can't get my shit together with taking the calls from you guys. You're, you're horrible. Um, Radio Gunk 100, you have to interview Kumia one-on-one so it'll stay radio and not politics. You're good at that. Yeah, I don't do a politics show. I don't really give a shit about politics. I'm really kind of over that. What a completely. waste of time talking about Such politics. Such a colossal is. waste of time. Oh, my God. I avoid it like the plague. I, I try to be very apolitical. I don't really care how you feel or what your thoughts are on I anything. Know. I really don't. I don't either. The only people I care about is when I have to fight with my fucking mother or when my father was alive and, you know, we yell at each other. But other than that, oh, Dr. Steve loves talking about fluids. Anyone here see Gringo Poppy yet? Real good stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what is that? Uh, Gringo Poppy is the new stand-up special from Brendan Schaub, and it might be the worst stand-up special to ever exist. Okay, I really want nothing to know about it. Um, I did find it funny that that muttering John guy is now pulling up every single acting job that the guy who works with the chubby McDonald's guy, like that he's been pulling. Oh, Gabe, all of his- yeah, Gabe Sanchez. This guy is goofy. So- uh, I'll get into it all tomorrow. He's making fun of my band, The Isotopes. This guy, Gabe, he's never seen it before, but he's like, oh, yeah. what do they suck? I've watched Gabe's acting reel. He's terrible. It's <laughs> it's embarrassing. Okay. Sorry, Gabe. Sorry. Didn't really mean to go there, but yeah, okay. I'm sure he's horrible. All right. So I guess we're going to wrap up. And um, yeah, Carl, thanks for Thanks for, for having on. me. I hope you weren't upset that I was calling you um, Kevin from Why Do I Podcast. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I think you should make oh, a t-shirt so, that says Oh, that. it's so funny. Calling me Kevin instead of Carl. What a great joke. He used to call me Carla instead of Carl. Why also a podcast? great joke. 
Why do I podcast? Good one. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry about that. Um, Gabe is as embarrassing as Gringo Poppy. Possibly. Carl just told you how Howard Stern knows about Radio Gunk. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I haven't really been reading these, but what we're going to do is after the show, maybe on Sunday or something, I'm sure Bon Jovi will take it down and do a enhanced chat edition, which, I, by the way, when we do that, they are like the best shows because all the chats will like come up on here. Just like a nice flow. That um, sounds terrible. Uh, I mean, I believe you that it's great, but it sounds like a terrible idea. You know why? Because the chat is like the best thing that we do. I mean, people cool. spur us on from this and it's just quite delicious. So I okay. love everything about Good. it. I, I, my friend Drew Good Lane, who, who's host a, a talk show, actually he beat Howard Stern in Detroit many times, has always said, if you do a show that is dominated by callers, you must be terrible at doing a show. You, the host should be better than the callers at doing a show. Oh my God, agreed. But you know, yeah. the chat, since we've missed the entirety of it, Yes, is just there have been some funny people, things. Yeah. Are, are, are things that people need to see. That's what it's about. I mean, because we have Twitch and, and YouTube on right now. Do you get people from Facebook? I'm just curious. Is that like a thing for you? We have a, a Facebook group that, that cropped up. I mm-hmm. do have a Facebook page, but we don't broadcast on Facebook. You don't? Okay, because I don't either. I was just curious if that was something that you guys would do. Carl, are you on the RG forum? I can I'm probably- not, but I've, I've gone on there from time to time and, and you know, read some threads about me. <laughs> But I, do, yeah. I don't have an account on there. No. I don't think anything was really bad about you. If anything, people no. will post your show so that they can go to it. And, you know, like John used to get really upset with me that people were posting this show on my website. And I was like, yeah. John, how is that a bad thing for you if people are clicking onto your show? Like, how is that ever bad? Regardless of what they're saying about it, you know, how is it ever bad to have somebody click on your show? Like That's the that. other thing. The amount of effort he's put into making sure that his stand-up never shows up on the Internet. It's like, dude. You're putting way too much effort into this. Just let things happen. and Just let it go. Just whatever. let it go. Everything, everything is fine. Let's just... Today we'll be reviewing a podcast called Radio Gunk. This podcast was five hours long. Oh, my God. They play clips of Howard Stern and then these three hosts. I didn't catch their names. I'm going to call the woman dummy. There's so... That's me. They go dummy. So thank you, Carl, for coming on. Thanks um, for having me. I appreciate this. I thought this was fun. And um, I'm sure I'll be getting some texts and some emails <laughs> with some with some hate in it after this. But that's okay. Who are these dot com? Thanks so much, Monique. Who it was are great these talking dot com? To you. All right. That's awesome, right. Carl. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. you coming on and have a great day. Bye. All right, guys. So you saw him. And um, yeah, I would like to call G trashing me. Did I trash you? Who are you? Oh, did I say you're Michael? Uh, you're you. You look like Bush. I don't really mean that. I just your head looked kind of super square in that particular picture. So, I I don't really mean that. I'm really sorry. Um, guys, we will do um an enhanced edition of this at some point in the near future. Um, if you have any comments or questions about the show, by all means, come on to Radio Gunk and <laughs> Monique calls gone. Let's trash him now. I don't really have anything to say about him that would trash him. I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't agree with Shuli. I don't agree with Shuli being a, a intrinsic part of that show. I think Shuli is just, um, you know, just grabbing onto the hate John train to make himself um, a little bit more popular. And you know, if that's what uh, if that's what has to happen, who fucking cares? Like, I, I really, I really don't care. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's all I got. And I am. <laughs> you should have stuttering John's roaches on your show. That's an excellent idea, Doctor 
Galicaquid. Okay, I'm not even going to attempt to say that. All right, guys, that's it for our show. Um, let me play it out a little bit now. It's so weird when I do a show without the boys. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of different for me, but I love this. So thanks for participating, and we'll see you next week for um, today tonight shows. So let me just figure out where my intro is as I continue to blather here. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. I'm just going to leave now. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so that you know when we're going to have a new show. Thanks. <laughs>